Welcome to Title Women, Mamas Making Waves the Proverbs Way, the podcast where three faithful mamas relentlessly embrace their God-given purpose, empowering and inspiring you through the wisdom of the Proverbs 31 woman. We are your hosts, Jamie Hass, the faithful business expert, Kaylee Holbert-Legg, the Christ-centered holistic homemaker, Patricia Lambert, the faith-filled dancing achiever. We each bring our own unique perspective and insights to the table, blending our passion for raising children in faith, holistic wellness, the joy of intentional movement, striving for our goals in pursuit of our purpose, and embracing the art of entrepreneurship. Together, we'll uncover the timeless wisdom found in the Proverbs 31 passage and make waves in our modern lives. Join us for faith-filled insights, practical advice, and inspirational conversations on a path to a balanced, faith-driven life. We'll dive into holistic wellness, sharing tips for nourishing our bodies, minds, and souls. Expect vibrant discussions on natural remedies, nutrition, and self-care rooted in faith. We'll groove to the rhythm of dance and intentional movement, celebrating the gift of physical expression as a form of wellness, worship, and personal growth. We'll embark on the beautiful adventure of raising children with love and intention, weaving faith into the fabric of our families, just like the Proverbs 31 woman who watches over the fairs of her household. And we'll explore the world of entrepreneurship as we balance our roles as mothers, wives, and businesswomen. We are here to make waves, to balance the ebb and flow of our daily lives with the tidal waves needed to make lasting impacts for our families and his kingdom. Let's grow together in faith, wellness, dance, motherhood, and business as we pursue the path of purposeful grace, guided by the wisdom of Proverbs 31. Come dive in as we make waves together. Happy Valentine's Day, mamas, and welcome back to Title Women. Today's podcast is we're going to keep this short. We're going to keep this shorter so then at the end, and we're going to remind you um, at the end to take some time for you, okay? So this conversation that we're all going to dive into today is about self-love. And while it goes hand in hand, you know, we'll be bringing up self-care as well because they both go hand in hand together. And one thing in particular that we're all going to talk about too is self-love is how we talk to talk to ourselves. So with that, Patricia, do you have any first thoughts you would like to share? Sure. Um, so like you were saying, Kaylee, self-love, the first thing that I think of with that is how I treat myself, how I set the example for others to treat me. Because if I'm treating myself like I don't matter, or if I'm treating myself like I am less than, or treating myself like I have so many things to improve on and I, you know, not focusing on the things that I have accomplished or the positive aspects or the God-given gifts or strengths that he's put in me, then I'm capitalizing and emphasizing and taking a really bright yellow highlighter to all of the things that I feel negatively about myself. And 
if, if I'm doing that to myself, I'm giving other people permission to focus on the negatives as well, rather than focusing on the positives, the, um, the blessings, the strengths that God has given me where I can use those strengths to impact the world in different ways. And so when it comes to that self-love aspect, really focusing on what are those gifts? What are the things that you've been able to overcome? Um, what are the ways that you can positively impact other people? What are the ways that you have demonstrated growth in yourself and been an example to others and focusing on those positive aspects? So that's kind of how I want to kick off this conversation about self-love. And I know, Jamie, you're really good about talking about the the mindset behind a lot of things. So what are some of your thoughts on this? Well, I think a big one is let's address the elephant in the room. If you are struggling with self-love, simply being told you need to love yourself more is not the segue. You've probably heard that a dozen and one times and you're like, cool, I've heard that. So here's another way that I'm failing. And that is not our message. So I, I really want to just address that and set that tone because I think so often when we're in the depths of it, it's tough to step outside and see it. And one way that I find that this has been helpful for me in shifting that is, you know, we're all mamas here. Think of it like a parent and think of it the way God looks at you because he is our father and he is a parent. And we understand that love that a parent has for their child and how they can do no wrong, even in the toughest of times. And so take yourself in your feelings out of the equation and think of yourself the way God thinks of you. Think of, I mean, he designed each and every one of us perfect in his image. Like he is the one who created our differences, our uniqueness. He never wanted us to be filtered Instagram versions of each other that all look and sound the same. He wanted that uniqueness. And so that's intentional. Like those things that you have that are different than anyone else in the world, that's intentional. And embrace that and find the joy and the love in that that he sees because maybe you don't see it. And if you don't see it yet, that's okay. But he sees it. And so just take that approach. And I feel that that can sometimes help you shift. The other piece that it, always with mindset is when you pair it with action. Um, because action takes us out of our heads and into our bodies. And that makes such a big difference and such a big impact. And so whatever it is you want to, when we're talking self-love, um, what is a way that you can love on yourself, whether that looks like a workout or a walk or a gratitude list or simply a journal where you're listing all of those qualities and pick three of them and shift it to what God has to say about that. You know, like, you know, I think of, there was an example the other day, actually, I think Kaylee, it was you, you were talking about something your husband was doing and there was a struggle because he had a bigger body and he needed your more petite body. Well, some people don't love the petite body, but there's a purpose in that that he doesn't have. And there's a purpose in him that you don't have. And um, and so recognizing that can be such a big gift. And like I said, maybe you can't do it for yourself, but take yourself out of it and view it as a parent looking on a child. And, um, and also to that point, know that your children 
are watching you through this process. And that is not a guilt or shame comment. Um, it's just a simple truth that your children are seeing the way you care for yourself, the way you love yourself, and you are setting the standard for how they are going to care and love themselves in the future. And when your daughter gets that comment that says, oh my goodness, you look just like your mother. We don't ever want her to think of the negative that's associated with the looks of you. We want her to think of the positives. When your son gets that same comment, like whatever those are, we want to make sure that for as long as we can discuss this, it's always the positive. And so sometimes those simple shifts, mama, because I get it. Sometimes I will not do something for myself, but I will do it for my child. But if I do it long enough for my child, I will do it for myself eventually. Like I build that habit. And if that's what it takes to get you there, that's okay. Um, so on that, ladies, what, you know, Patricia, you are so good with, um, with really getting into the body and with dance and things like that. And, you know, obviously Kaylee, from all of your experience working with other mamas and at some of the most precious times of their life, what are maybe some action steps that you can give to mamas or self-care or, um, the really practical things that they can take from this to, love on themselves a little bit more. So really quick before, because there, there's a lot that I want to say here. Um, so a few action steps is really, there's some realization that needs to happen first is when we're talking down on ourselves, we have to understand that that's not from God. That's from the enemy, right? In the Bible, the um, Psalm 139 uh, verse 14 says, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. And understanding that, you know, those, all those negative thoughts, we have to stop them in the tracks, right? Right there in the tracks. Um, so it's turning around, looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I, I have, I love my eyes. I love my hair. I love my face. I love my body. And really choosing to fall in love with yourself all over again. Um, or if you haven't fallen in love with yourself, it's, it's having that shift of getting away from what the enemy is telling us versus what God tells us. Um, one particular action step that I'm really big on is, you know, movement, movement and nourishing our bodies because, you know, we can take all the bubble baths we want. We can take, light all the candles we want. We can go get our nails done all that we want. But and like those temporary feel good things, but at the end of the day, we need to go a little deeper and um, really nourish our bodies too. I obviously as a dancer, I approve, I approve that message a hundred percent. Dancing is, so I think one of the things about dancing and movement for me is dancing allows me to feel that self-love because not only am I doing something I enjoy, but I also feel the appreciation for the work that it took to get to where I am within that dancing. Um, it's also an appreciation for the connection and community that 
we have within dance. So there's the gratitude aspect, like Jamie was, was mentioning gratitude a little bit earlier. Um, so self-love for me is an expression of gratitude in one way, shape or form. Um, and when it comes to writing out your, your gratitude list, if you're writing out a gratitude list to just get into that positive mindset, I know some people do a gratitude list every day or every week or every once in a while, just to do that mental reset. But how often Can I do pause we... you for a second, Patricia, yeah. because as you're talking before you get into the next step of this, let's actually, will you explain what a gratitude list is? I brought it up, you've brought it up and it suddenly dawned on me. You know what? There is quite likely mom is sitting here listening, being cool. We're talking about gratitude list, but I don't even know what it is. Like, so will you yeah. just take a minute and explain that? Um, so for me, a gratitude list is a brain dump of all the things that I can think of in whatever amount of time I give myself or whatever amount of time you give yourselves that you can be grateful for. Um, you can be grateful for your children. You can be grateful for your relationship with your spouse that like we were talking about in the last episode. Um, you can be grateful for your relationship with God. But how many times do we um, write out our gratitude lists or people talk, people put together their gratitude lists at Thanksgiving? You see the 30 days or you know however many days that they put out there, I'm thankful for this, I'm grateful for that. But how often do we forget to put ourselves on that list? And so that's something that's really important to remember because without your existence, without your being, none of the other things exist. If you're not grateful for your existence, you don't have the interactions that you have with other people. You don't have the experiences. You don't have, if you're grateful for the material things, if you're grateful for the taste of chocolate, you know, your existence is a key factor in your gratitude for every other aspect. And so being grateful for ourselves and acknowledging I have value, I'm important is really important. So make sure that you're being grateful for yourselves. And when you step into that self-love, it's because you're grateful for yourself or for something that you have in life or for an experience, for the ability that you have. Um, if you have gone through illness, if you've gone through in injury, if you've gone through any kind of hardship where some of the activities that you're doing were not possible at one time and you have fought tooth and nail to be able to do what you're doing now, be grateful for yourself because you had the grit you saw it through and you got to this point. Um, so that's really important to me. Um, when I'm working with dance clients or women's achievement clients or in wellness and people are talking about how far they have to go in their journeys and not focusing on the gratitude for how hard they've worked to get to where they are, it's heartbreaking. And it's so that's probably one of the most important parts of the conversation that we are having with you mamas on here today is reminding you be grateful for yourselves and use that self-love to express that gratitude in some way. I love that. And it's such a good reminder. You know, it's one of those things that you're talking about that, that I was thinking is sometimes it always makes me giggle and smile when Facebook memories pop up because things come up that I'm like, whoa, 
look at how far I've come or holy cow. I don't, I didn't realize like, look at how tired I look. I've learned how to take care of myself or, um, I mean, we see it with our kids, right? Like those baby posts, maybe you guys aren't there yet. I'm there. One came up the other day and it was like 11 years ago and I had a newborn baby and a toddler and I was like, they have grown so much. Like sometimes when we're in the thick of it day to day, we miss the growth. We miss the progress. We miss the changes because so many little things happen to get there. And we don't really see like we did a lot different yesterday than today. But when we look back on the process um, and just know that right now you are in the process of becoming the person that the person two, three, four, five years down the road is going to look back and be like, holy cow, look at what I'm doing to get there. And so, you know, it's you're the future or the future version is going to look back on you today. Be proud of where you've come from and proud of how much you've grown. Um, and I also want to mention that we've got littles watching us. We've got people like we are all an inspiration to someone else. And I think sometimes we don't recognize the value that that holds. So often we, um, Katie, I don't know if you remember the quote that I shared the other day about while we're sitting there criticizing ourselves and second guessing our process, somebody is waiting for us to show up. And in the process of waiting for us to show up, if we keep second guessing ourselves, we're falling short. Uh, it was something along those lines. I don't know if I said it. I definitely didn't say it as gracefully as as I shared it, but both Kaylee and I were like stopped in our tracks of like, holy cow, gut punch. Someone's waiting for me to show up today exactly as I am. And I just want to point out like our littles, they're seeing you today. They're seeing you as a beautiful, incredible, loving mother that you are. And they're seeing the way back to Patricia's point of how you're taking care of yourself. Um, and you're setting the stage for what they are going to do as adults. And that's really powerful. So I'm going to encourage you. We kind of generally started this out thinking, let's give them a few minutes to take that time. But just the way this conversation has gone, I'm going to say, let's wrap this up a little bit shorter than normal. And hopefully you've allotted that extra time and just set a timer for three minutes or five minutes or 10 minutes and make that list of all the wonderful things and qualities about you. And don't compare, don't judge, don't, you know, everything from the size of your feet to the color of your eyes, to the way you show up for your family, uh, make that love letter to you, from you, um, and put that in a special place because life gets tough sometimes. Like this sounds all fine and dandy for the last 20 minutes we've been talking about this, but then tomorrow something gets thrown your way. That bill shows up or whatever the case may be. I don't know what your specific situation is, but I think we all know that life is going to life on us at some point. If it hasn't yet, it will. Um, so write yourself that love letter and put it someplace special and keep it for those days when you need reminded of just how amazing you are, Mama. So take that time, find some music. Thank you for being here with us. And we will talk to you all soon. The Tidal Women community and these conversations extend beyond the podcast. If you enjoy our conversations and would like to dive more deeply into the support, 
The title Women Membership Community is perfect for mamas seeking a Christ-centered community to grow in faith, where she will be surrounded by her village through blessings and trials, and where she will find joy and inspiration while being guided by experts in holistic homemaking, faithful motherhood, and balancing business and babies. The mamas who will find a second home in this community will be supported and see growth in so many areas. For more information on the membership and to join the community, visit the link in the show notes. We can't wait to welcome you. If you enjoyed the show, we'd be honored if you would leave a rate and review wherever you listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Facebook and Instagram to join us on this faithful journey, discovering how we can all embody the essence of the Proverbs 31 woman in our everyday lives. The tides are changing.